Are you ready to know your worth and identity in the body of Christ? Are you ready for kingdom conversations with kingdom people? Welcome to the Recovery to Recovered podcast. I'm your host, Kayla McCall, and I will be guiding you through the word with preaching and teaching and empower you to know who you are in Christ Jesus. Hello and welcome in R to R family. Pastor Caleb here. You are listening to episode 58 today, and I'm excited to be on, excited to be bringing some fresh new content uh, that I felt the Lord was directing me to speak on today, some things that I've been seeing uh, in the body of Christ, some things I've been seeing in the recovery community, uh, and some things that I think will help us today. So pay attention. I'm excited to be bringing forth a, a fresh word, and on today's episode, we are talking from the title wine skins out with the old and in with the new come on somebody we need to get out with the old and get in and get on with the new amen and so i'm going to read our scripture today and then we're going to jump right into this thing thank you for all of your support listening to the show all of our listeners out there we love you guys so much kelsey and i are so thankful that you are are tuning in with us our ministries would be the bush recovery ministries and miriam house you know there's a lot of content that goes out that's recovery related a lot of stuff that's just kingdom related we do interviews we're doing a bunch of different stuff and and we just thank you for your support for your downloads uh, it's just been an incredible journey here on the podcast show. I've got some some good stuff coming up at the beginning of the year, uh, starting in January. Not that it hasn't been good up until then. We got some new interviews. We're going to have some fresh voices on the show, and so it is going to be uh, an incredible an incredible next season for the Recovery to Recover podcast. So keep tuning in, keep downloading, keep liking, keep subscribing. Keep sharing. Let's get the word of the kingdom, the gospel of the kingdom of Jesus Christ out there. Let's keep talking recovery. Let's keep helping folks. Let's keep doing uh, what God has called us to do. And you are a part of that by listening and tuning in and sharing this with others. So we thank you very much for that. And, uh, you know, obviously most of uh, you who listen to the show, you're believers. And so you know where I'm heading with this. When I talk about the wineskins, right, Jesus makes this statement in Matthew chapter 9. Matthew chapter 9 is where I am at, and I'm going to be starting in verse uh, 16. Uh, But the title of today's show is Wineskins Out with the Old, In with the New. So let's jump into the Word of God and see what the Lord has to say about this topic. Uh, Verse 16, no one sews a piece of new cloth onto an old garment. That which is sewn in to fill it up pulls on the garment, and the tear is made worse. Neither do men put new wine into old wineskins. Neither do men put new wine into old wineskins, or else the wineskin bursts and the wine runs out, and the wineskins perish. But they put new wine into new wineskins, and they both are preserved. Father, over the next couple of moments, I just ask that you would anoint me to teach and preach your word. Help me to share what it is that you have placed on my heart for today. It's been on my heart for a couple of weeks to share with our listeners. God, anoint me, help me to preach and teach your word today. May the seed fall on good soil. May we take this word. May we use this word Uh, May we give it to others, Father, and see a harvest from the seed. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen, amen, amen. 
And so I want to talk to you for a couple of moments from that message that I've entitled this wine skins out with the old and in with the new. And to be honest, this was kind of birthed out of uh, some things that I had seen lately, some things I've seen in the recovery community, things that I've seen in the body of Christ uh, uh, on, on with the whole uh, spectrum uh, in the body of Christ, and it's just something that I felt led to to speak on and talk about for a little bit. So I'm going to reach on into this from the recovery standpoint, the recovery community, but also as the church and the body of Christ. You know, when Jesus makes this statement about new wineskins, he, he even makes that statement about the the new garment and, and putting on uh, an old patch there, right? It's going to tear the new garment. And, um, when Jesus makes this statement, what Jesus is talking about is the born again experience, right? You know, John chapter three, he meets with Nicodemus. He says, no man can enter the kingdom of God. No man can enter the kingdom of heaven unless he be born again. Nicodemus is is blown back by this statement. How can a man enter into his mother's womb again? And Jesus says, I'm not talking physically, brother. I'm talking about the spiritual. And you're supposed to be leading the children of Israel, yet I cannot even speak to you about spiritual things. So come on, we're, we're talking about the spiritual here, right? Uh, this is another thing that Jesus is talking about. He's going from the spiritual aspect of this. He says, you cannot put the, the new with the old they do not mix they cannot mix it will bring about destruction the old will tear the new uh the 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 old can mess up the new it'll mess up the new wine right it burst uh and is spilled on the ground wine that is spilled on the ground is useful for nothing right Sounds like something else that Jesus says out of the Bible that that we are the salt of the earth and if salt loses its flavor, it is good for nothing else but to be trampled on by men, to be thrown out onto the ground and trampled on by men. So when Jesus is making this statement here, he is talking about the born again experience because without the born again experience, you have no new wine skin. You're the same old skin that you used to be. Before you said yes to Jesus, before you were filled with the Holy Spirit and power, before you had said yes to God, before uh, you was living your own way, doing your own thing, doing what you had wanted to do. You was your own God, right? We don't even realize that um, uh, while we're in the world. But do you understand there's so many people that say they have faith in God um, before they come to Christ and all those things. But the fact of the matter is, is that when you are doing things your way, when you are doing things the way that you want to do them, you don't honor God in your life. You don't live for God. You are your own God. And I never realized that either until I came to Christ and realized, man, I'm doing my own thing. You know, it was funny when I got to Teen Challenge, I realized, uh, man, the drugs and the alcohol are gone now, but I still have all these issues going on. I've got pride to deal with. I've got lust to deal with. I have a, a filthy mouth. You know, I'm cussing every other word. The only adjectives I knew were four letter words, right? I mean, I had so many other issues that I had to deal with, that I had to straighten out, that I had to get uh, get better uh, at, and the Lord healed me from, right? And so, you know, I said all that to say this, you know, you cannot carry the old 
into the new and you you had an old way of living you had an old way of doing things right but now god has called you to something greater god's called you to something bigger than yourself god has called you to his kingdom god has called you to advance his kingdom god has called you to this whole new way of living and this whole new way of thinking hallelujah praise god that ought to make somebody shout because you ain't got to do things the old way that you used to do things you don't have to go back to living the old way that you was living you ain't got to go back the old way that you used to talk the old jokes you used to tell the old nonsense that you used to get mixed up in jesus paid a high enough price to give you a whole new way of living and a whole new way of thinking jesus paid the price so that you can have a new wine skin come on somebody he wants to put something intoxicating in you. Some the thing of intoxication is that it produces influence. Come on, I I ain't even preached that message on here, but but God wants you to go through the crushing. He allows you to go through the crushing so that he can produce something intoxicating in your life. He can bring what that intoxicating thing is is the influence. God wants to get you to a place of influence to the people around you and that starts with putting the new wine in you as well. That that's a whole nother message for another day. Maybe we'll get there soon and I'll be able to share that revelation with you. But praise God. So the wine skin is about the new born again experience. And what Jesus is stating there is that you can't bring your old stuff into this new life. Come on, somebody, let me repeat that again. Because some of us got to hear this. Some of us need to get a hold of this. You cannot bring your old stuff into this new life. You cannot bring your old habits into this new life. And I'm seeing this in the recovery community so, so much. And it is the root cause of why people are falling, why people are graduating programs and things of that nature. But they're they're going back to the life or they're having a relapse around the corner. It, it might not be. It's not that they don't love God. It's not that they're not Christians. It's not that they're not saved. It's that when you try to bring the old lifestyle into this new one and mix and mingle the two, you are building yourself up a recipe of disaster. What Jesus is saying here is that you can't take the old lifestyle into the new. You know, the book of James puts it this way. Can clean water and salt water both spring forth from the same well, right? Can can grapes produce figs? Uh, can a fig tree produce grapes? You know, you're either one or the other. Jesus even makes the statement as well. I wish you were either hot or cold. Like if you're going to represent me, you need to represent me to the fullest. You're either gathering or you are scattering for the kingdom of God. And where hypocrisy does is it absolutely scatters. There's so many people out there that walk in hypocrisy and the world is looking on from the sideline and saying, man, that's exactly why I do not want anything to do with Christianity. Now, hear me out, too. I'm not talking about a Christian making a mistake. I'm talking about a Christian living in hypocrisy. I'm talking about a Christian or somebody coming out of these faith based centers that that go into church every Sunday and every Wednesday, but living like hell Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Come on, somebody. Y'all know what I'm talking about. You know know what I'm preaching about and look here is the deal if it fit if the shoe fits if you're listening to this today and the shoe fits the description of what I'm talking about kick it off it's not your shoe 
Come on, somebody. I'm calling you higher today. Kick off the shoe if it fits. It's not your shoe. God ain't called you to that. God hasn't called you to be lukewarm. God hasn't called you to bring the old lifestyle into the new. God hasn't called you to pour the new wine into the old wine skin or vice versa. God is calling you to something bigger. God is calling you to something greater. And he has given you the power and on the inside of you. It is available on the inside of you. The the love, the joy, the peace, the righteousness that's all wrapped up in the Holy Ghost, which is the kingdom of God, is available to you. Romans 8, 11 says you have the same Holy Spirit that raised Christ Jesus from the dead. You have no excuse to try to carry the old lifestyle into this new lifestyle with you. You know, like I said earlier, James says, can 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 salt water come forth and clean water come forth from the same well? Can can a fig tree produce grapes? It is impossible. A seed after its own kind will produce after its own kind. And this is a real good checking checking point for your born again experience as well. You know, first John goes into this. I didn't write the scripture down and I should have. But first John goes into this and says, he who has been born of God cannot go on continually sinning, habitually sinning as a way of life. If you are going on continually, habitually sinning, doing the same thing over and over and over again, you might want to do a self-evaluation and say, my God, have I been born again? Now, y'all don't shoot me down right now or send out the emails because that's just the word of God. That's just the scriptures. We got too many preachers out here preaching. Oh, you're going to sin. You're going to keep sinning every day. You're going to sin. You're going to wake up sinning you're going to think about sin. You're going to do sin every single day, the rest of your life. Like, come on, that's called sin consciousness, not Christ consciousness. If you'll focus on the cross, if you'll focus on the Holy Spirit, if you'll lean upon the word of God and study the word of God and let it renew your mind, which is the new wine. Hey, I even rhymed on that one. Let it renew your mind because it is the new wine. That, that, that word of God right? It's the blood of Jesus. What do we do when we take communion? It's the blood of Jesus. It's the wine that we partake of. That's what we need to partake of. And that's what we'll, what we need to be consumed with. That's what we need to be intoxicated with, right? Is the word of God, which enables the human being to be born again. The word is the seed of God. Oh my man, my, uh, my sparks are flying right here in my mind because it is the word of God that is the seed of God. It takes the seed of a man to reproduce a man. It takes the seed of an apple to reproduce an apple tree. Oh, come on. Y'all catching what I'm dropping right now. Like the seed of God is what enables you to be born again. It's what enables you to have the new wine skin. Come on. And so that's what we need. We need this new wine skin. And when you get the new wine skin, you cannot carry what you used to do in the old life into the new life. You know, I'm I'm seeing too much of this. Too many people are trying to carry stuff from their former life into this new life with Jesus and it just don't work. 
it, it, it ain't working out for you, is it? If you're listening to the show today and you, you're trying to still watch the same movies. Oh, come on. Yeah, I'm going to talk about it. You're still listening to the same old hip-hop artists. So you're still listening to the crazy hard rock music that you used to listen to before you came to Jesus. Look, I, I'm not trying to condemn you today. What I'm trying to do is call you a little bit higher. You know, my church, they, they talk about that all the time. You're always calling somebody higher. Look, that ain't bashing and condemning, folks. I'm trying to get you to mature and grow up in Christ. That is the job of the pastoral fivefold ministry, right? It's to call you higher. It's to equip the saints, right? The entire fivefold ministry is for the equipping of the saints. The Bible actually teaches that it's a gift to the church, but we got too many people that think the pastor that you pay his salary and you pay his bills and he's a hireling. Look, Jesus says when the wolves come, the hireling will run. But if you have a shepherd, oh, come on, somebody. If you've got a shepherd that's willing to be a gift to you, that's willing to train you, that's willing to call you higher, that's willing to take you to another level, that's where you have got the thing that God has established for the church, man, the fivefold ministry. It's for the pastor. It's for the for the teacher. It's for the it's for the evangelist. It's for the prophet. Come on, it's for the apostle to call you higher, to train you, and take you to another level. But like I said earlier, I see too many people trying to take their former things in their former life and in their past life and trying to take it into this new one, and it's never gonna work. Come on, I'm calling you higher today. That is never going to work. You're not going to be able to listen to that dirty, rotten, filthy uh, rap music that's talking about money, cars, clothes, and hoes. I mean, I'm just being real. I'm the real preacher. Come on, man. I, I, I don't got time to play games with you because your soul don't got time for games. You cannot continue to listen to this music and this stuff where they're talking about murdering people. They're talking about thugging this, that, and the third and women and talking all kind of crazy and expect that you're going to take that old wine and put it into this new wine skin. You're going to burst and end up on the floor. You you can't go watching all the filthy rated R movies that you used to watch before you came to Jesus Christ. This stuff has effects on you. Jesus says the eye of the lamp is the is the eye is the lamp of the body. And if your eye is full of darkness, oh, how dark that darkness is. Come on, guys, we got to watch what's going through our ears. We've got to watch what's coming through the funnel in our eyes that is the that is reaching the soul, that is reaching our spirit. You can't. Here's, here's another thing. Let me help you this morning. You can't unsee things. And so the more that you expose yourself to things, there's this there's this law that scientists have come up. The law of exposure leads to the law of cognition. What you see and what you hear is what you will meditate on and what you will think upon. And what you think upon is where you will end up in life. Come on, I feel the Holy Spirit all over this this morning. We've got to stop trying to bring the old into the new. We're going to wind up bursting and being spilled out on the ground. We cannot take you can't take your old habits with you. 
you know, you can't take the cursing and the talking foolish and try to put it into this new wineskin and think that things are going to be okay. You're going to wind up bursting on the ground. You can't take old habits with you like sex before marriage for those of y'all that ain't married, but you've come to Christ now. You can't take these old habits with you and think that it's going to produce anything different. That gets me into this whole thing with relationships, too. When it comes to the ministry of faith-based recovery centers, the number one thing that we see that will get a student, a graduate to fall is a bad relationship. Let that soak in for a second. If you're in recovery and you listen to this or, you know, you, uh, you've you graduated a faith-based program, you better hear me loud and clear. You get yourself mixed in with the wrong relationship, you're going to wind up falling. What happens is, too, you know, you get out there and sex before marriage. Now you've you've given the other individual information that they have not yet qualified themselves for. And you're the one that's going to end up hurt. You're the one that's going to end up with the baggage. You're the one that's going to end up damaged. And with you who have a history of turning to substances in the pain and the suffering and the hurting to numb the pain, you will revert back to that if you get yourself in a bad relationship and end up hurt. Y'all better pay real close attention to what I'm telling you right now. You go out there getting unequally yoked and, well, I'm, I'm going to get them saved and I'm going to do that. Hey, preach the gospel to them. Get them saved. Come on, get get him saved, honey. Come on, you you preach that gospel to him, girl, and get him saved. But don't you dare climb into bed with him. Don't you dare be cuddled up watching movies on the Friday night. You are going to end up hurt. Gentlemen, you will end up hurt with a girl who does not share the same values as you and who is not in church, who's not in their word. She doesn't know how to treat you as a man of God. If she's not a believer, she doesn't know how to honor you and respect you. And a lot of these women out here who aren't serving God, they're fast and they want to make a move and they this, they're, they're worried about this and they're worried about that. Like bad relationships, trying to carry that old habit of toxic relationships, bad relationships, unequally yoked relationships into this new life you're going to wind up spilled out on the ground and let me help us with this too you you used to hang out in the sports bar and and have you a a drink or two before you came to christ too that's not smart for you to go hanging out in the sports bar you can't take your old habits into this new life and expect something different we've all heard it said before right you know the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over again expecting a different result it's an impossibility you cannot do it do not try to take the old movies the old music the old relationships the old habits into this new life with you you're gonna end up in a whole lot of trouble You're going to end up with a whole lot of hurt and a whole lot of pain. I want to read one more scripture to you as well, starting in Matthew 12, 45. So this is just a couple chapters later where Jesus is speaking here in Matthew 12, 45. The unclean spirit returns when an unclean spirit goes out of a man. He goes through dry places seeking rest and finds none. Then he says, I will return to the house from which I came. And when he comes, he finds it empty, swept and put in order. Then he goes and takes with him seven other spirits more wicked than himself. And when they enter and dwell and they enter and dwell there. And the last state of the man is worse than the first. 
so shall it be with this wicked generation. Help me, Holy Ghost, to preach this right here because I'm here to tell you, we've talked about it before on the show. We've talked about pharmacia. Drug addiction is witchcraft. Spirits are tied to it. That's why it is so strong. That is, people want to want to make it about the physical aspect of it. Sure, there is the physical aspect of of the the physical flesh being addicted to a substance. I understand that. But one reason why it makes it double trouble is because you have the physical aspect, but you also have the spiritual aspect. These folks that are in addiction, a lot of them don't even realize that they're dealing with spiritual wickedness and darkness because it is witchcraft and they have opened their their body. They've opened their soul up to this wicked spirit. And so watch this. Jesus makes this statement here and says, when you take the old the the old wine and try to put it into the new wineskin it bursts and now jesus is making the statement when a person gets delivered that devil goes and roams a dry place but then it eventually comes back and it comes back with seven spirits more wicked than them to see if the house is clean swept and in order and what that is meaning is that if the house is empty, watch this, that means it's not filled. Help me, Holy Ghost. If your house is empty and swept clean and in order for that in, for that devil to come back in, that means the house isn't filled with the Holy Ghost. Come on, somebody, you've got to have the Holy Ghost. You need the indwelling. You need the infilling of the Holy Spirit. And what this gets into as well is that G, the, the statement in the script, do not grieve the Holy Spirit. I don't care what anybody says. I, I, I believe that you can grieve the Holy Spirit enough that the Holy Spirit will leave you. The Holy Spirit is not getting mixed up in trash, not getting mixed up in filth. The Holy Spirit is not going to stay in a house or in an indwelling that is full of filth, that is full of sin, that is full of garbage, that is full of junk. God has nothing to do with sin. He has to separate himself from it. That's why he had to send his son so that he could get back in touch with mankind, so that he could come and indwell with us just as he did in the garden and walk with us in the cool of the day. I'm here to tell you right now, you can grieve the Holy Spirit. You can grieve the Holy Spirit. And if he's not with you, now your house is empty and now it is fixing to be worse than before. Do you see why it is so important not to take the old into the new? It is so vital to the Christian walk. Christians listening to this episode today, folks in recovery, faith-based recovery, folks listening to this episode today, please get a hold of what I'm telling you. I desperately ask you today. I beseech you, brethren. I'm begging you to understand this. Stop trying to carry old habits. Stop trying to carry the old life with you into your new life. You're going to wind up spilling on the ground. And just like Jesus says, when salt loses its flavor, it is poured out on the ground and trampled by men. And deservingly so, because it has lost its flavor, right? We understand that. Wine skins, out with the old, in with the new. Out with the old, in with the new. Don't try to take your old life into this new life with you while serving the master. Jesus Christ. 
Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. I hope today has blessed you. It has been an honor to get to be with you today. I pray blessings upon you wherever it is that you're listening to the show today. We love you here on the R2R, the Recovery to Recovered podcast. Keep tuning in for new episodes and new content right here on the show. Tune in in this holiday season and in the beginning of the year. We're going to have some major interviews coming on to the show, some some incredible individuals that I trust, I believe in, uh, that have a word for the body of Christ. So keep tuning in on the Recovery to Recovered podcast. We appreciate you listening in. I pray that these episodes are blessing you and may you be blessed as you go throughout your day in the name of Jesus. Thank you for listening to the Recovery to Recovered podcast. If you like what you heard today, visit BeTheBushMinistries.com or MiriamHouse.com to become a monthly partner or for more info about our ministry and what we are accomplishing for the kingdom of God. You can also follow me on Facebook at Caleb McCall or on Instagram at Pastor Caleb Mack. See you next week.